Hello, Internet. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Get Geek Podcast. This week, we're going to have another Geek Out episode. We're going to jump in and tell you all what we have been interested in in the last couple of weeks or so. But first, let's do our introductions as we always do. I'm Jose. This is AJ. This is Wolfie. This is Walter. This is Eli. I have no idea why you would even think to choose Gucci or Versace. Is that what we're talking about again this week? Yeah. Why don't you just make your own fashion podcast? Huh? Fashion, music. You're, you know what? It's, it's fine. I Gucci, Fendi, up. Versace. Every, every week it changes. Every week it changes. Anyways, let's get right into the geek outs. All right, I'll start. Gentlemen, cool. I've been super excited uh, about the recent announcement. We've, we put it on our, on our Instagram feed. It's, it's pretty common news by now. A new show that's coming out on HBO or at least uh, has been announced on HBO, based on one of my favorite video games of the last few years, which is The Last of Us, okay? Um, Now, I know some of us haven't played it here, haven't finished it, some of us have started it, Um, but to me, like, The Last of Us was a blend of awesome gameplay, uh, amazing graphics, like, great character design, great animation, like, an incredible story, like, it's... Easily one of the best games of the last few years. Can you actually remind me a little bit, give me a synopsis of the story? I always yeah. wanted to play the game. Mm-hmm. I remember I wanted to play the game, but it was around the time that I had no time for games. Yeah, which which happens a lot for us <laughs> sometimes. Like, because I haven't played games in a couple of, of months now, too, and I was definitely into, like, Battlefield and all that stuff again. But, like, quick synopsis. Um, quick synopsis for The Last of Us. Um so basically, the story of the game is it starts off with um, they show you a father and a daughter, right? And it's a single father. That's not the crux of the story, but these okay. are like some of the main characters, right? There's a single father. His name is Joel. He has a daughter, obviously, which I've said many times. Um, <laughs> and like the, the, the story starts like basically at the beginning of something like a zombie outbreak. It's okay. it's kind of a zombie game again, but like it's really interesting and really well done because it's not a it's not a game where zombies bite you and you turn into a zombie. It's like a it's like a fungus that gets into the air and turns people into these like zombie like creatures. Okay, so the premise of the game is that the premise of the game is you, you got to avoid the coronavirus. Yeah, you got to avoid the coronavirus. <laughs> you play as Joel and you avoid the coronavirus throughout the entire game, basically. Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah, that's kind of a good yeah, way to put it. The so. way that things are going right now. But like with the girl, right? Yeah, with the girl. But, uh, but the girl I has mean, that that quality. Look, this like, is not that much of a spoiler at this point because it's the first five minutes of the game. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'll give this part away, and then I won't spoil any more of the story. But I, I feel do, like I do kind of feel have like to. this was spoiled for me already. This probably was. and probably was, and I was really upset when it was. But I don't remember what it is. So I'm preparing <laughs> myself to be spoiled again because I remember that specifically. Oh, this happens in the first five minutes, so don't yeah. worry about it. And then I was really upset. But, but that's what on. that's what hooked me into the game. Like okay. Those first five minutes, I was just like, go like on. it was emotional. It was it was amazing, like amazing acting, voice <clears> acting. Like that's something you mentioned earlier that you heard that the voice acting yeah. in this game was, yeah, was yeah, impressive. Yeah, yeah. And it really is a fantastic game in terms of I'm voice acting. I'm mentally preparing myself to be re-spoiled. <laughs> oh man, I kind of feel bad, but do it in order to continue with my with my, my geek out. Do it. So do like it. the first couple of minutes, like I said, you have Joel, his daughter, and the break the the zombie outbreak. We'll just call it that. Um, it's like it's essentially something called cordyceps, I think, in the game, which is like a type of fungus that yeah, exists in real life. Yeah, cordyceps are a type of mushroom. Mm-hmm, exactly, but it, it, that's what I it is in the game. Actually. 
Yeah, it, does, it doesn't turn you into a freaking zombie in real life. <laughs> no, yeah. Thank goodness. Or then maybe, I don't know, maybe in five years things will be different. We have no idea. Maybe it's slow-acting zombie mushrooms. Um, but the game begins, and through a series of events, Joel ends up losing his daughter. She ends up what? passing away. In the very beginning. Oh my God, that's right. That's what I'm saying. Oh. That's why. That's why when I said earlier, I knew this was like the thing that would hit you in the feels because I know how much you feel about like the father, yes. daughter, or son oh, relationships. God. Okay, so the game my like heart. like slaughters your heart in the first five minutes. Just like straight I takes it, rips it up, crushes so it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like I remember, like I, I'm not gonna lie, I teared up a little bit at when when he's like crying over his daughter's body God. in the beginning of this game, right? And then. Somehow that just reminded me of I Am Legend with Will Smith. It's and, uh, it's it's got hints of a lot of things like, like that. that. Yeah. There's even there's yeah, even I don't know if you've seen like some of these fan casts where people literally have Hugh Jackman and Daphne Keene from Logan. They want them to be the characters in oh, yeah? in Last of Us. Oh wow! And yeah. it would actually fit. There's it actually, really would. There's actually fan art. Yeah, there's fan art with sick. freaking it looks Logan. Perfect. That'd be yeah. sick. As as like Joel and Ellie is the other young female right, character. I, I, I'm gonna right? stop. I'm gonna stop. Jumping into your geek out. No, no, it's, it's okay, just, dude. It's okay. Like, <laughs> but like, so anyway, the, the like, the way that this story goes, the incredible voice acting, like I said, just everything that about this game, the world building, everything about this game told me for years, like, yo, this would make an incredible movie. But I was kind of wrong in the way that I think about it because there's so much going on in this game that it would make an incredible TV show. Yeah. Which is why I'm so freaking excited to see what HBO is going to do with this because you know HBO, they're not gonna. They're not going to put out some half-assed property yeah. like a lot of no, the no, other of video game yeah. movies we've seen, right? Like, I mean, Sonic the Hedgehog seems to have kind of like broken, like finally broken the well, curse. It's like the first successful yeah. movie. But again, this isn't a movie, this is a show, so. Exactly, but um, even video game, I don't know about video game shows, I can't think of one, but other than cartoons, there hasn't really yeah. been anything successful. Castlevania. Right, but that's a cartoon, right? So oh, yeah. still, yeah, a it's a show, still a show. Still a show. It's a show. It's true, but like I see, it seems like the yeah. live action stuff gets like right. torn to shreds and gets messed up. You have like Sonic oh, the Hedgehog cartoons and Super Mario cartoons from back in the day that were good, but we never got a good Super Mario Brothers movie. Like about, Dennis Hopper was freaking King yeah. Koopa. Come on, you know, like it I was have entertaining. A special place in my heart for that movie. Actually. It was entertaining. As, it was entertaining. As, 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 as terrible as it is. From what I understand, I do actually really love that movie. I- uh, because anyway, I don't want to go into it, but yeah, I do love that movie, and I would not mind doing a post mortem of that movie. <laughs> Listen, nostalgia is is a great thing for some of these movies, and look, like the people who are in the movie are awesome, like like Dennis Hopper. I can't, yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. remember who Mario was, but it's the same guy from Roger Rabbit, right? It was um, uh, he had also guy. died. Um, yeah, he died. He died recently died? in the last couple of years. Name. British guy. Yes, and then John Leguizamo as Luigi. As, as Luigi, which was yeah. an interesting pairing, but <laughs> like so, so. But like getting back to the Last of Us, that's like I'm really excited because you know a great company, a great producer of television shows is going to be the one to to create this show. It's Bob Hoskins. That's the name of, of that's Super, right. Super Bob Mario. Hoskins. Bob Hoskins, right? So you have you have this great property that's finally going to be turned into something interesting and I, I think it bears mentioning also that like we're going to get another tv show pretty soon from video game the halo tv show which oh, uh, is, yes. is that showtime that's it, another it big is showtime with pablo schreiber yeah i cannot as master chief and you know oh, that's exciting cool. too i feel like we're gonna see a renaissance in like video Hells, game properties yeah. turned into like tv shows and movies and stuff like that because again you have stuff like silent hill which yeah. was Okay, right? That was probably one of the better video game movies. It wasn't terrible. I thought it was good. Yeah, I it liked, wasn't good. I it wasn't as good as the... beginning of the movie. 
the very I like the whole movie, but maybe it's also because at that time, like, video game movies yeah. was really, really low. <laughs> On the, the bar, uh, exactly. bar was really low, so when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, this is the best video but the, game but movie the ever." The very beginning of it was really, really. It was very, very Silent Hill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. For the end, it kind of got a little weird. Yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah, because I, I feel like it, it, it got the side. It didn't copy the game, but it like really got the spirit of the game at the beginning of the movie, and then yeah. it started to alter it a little bit. Exactly. But anyway, Sounds like I like said, some movies and comic books <laughs> that's like, that we've read and watched. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get to that. <laughs> but yeah, like really, I'm just I'm just excited because I remember all the wonderful details, all the wonderful story elements, and then you have The Last of Us Two coming out really soon. So like, you could get a couple of yeah. seasons out of this show if if you combine the two video games now, and if you combine the DLC from the first game, which which is um, it's the second dairy character, Ellie, the the yeah. girl. Mm-hmm. You play as her, so I have and a, you, it's yeah. a flashback too. Okay. So there's a lot that they can do with the game, the DLC, and the second game that's coming out. Does anyone at this table have a copy I can borrow? Of oh, The Last of Us? Yeah. I do. A PlayStation 3 copy. I yeah. have Actually, on, I did. Can I, I play that on PS4? I think so. It's a PS4 game. No, but it came out oh, on no, PS3 no. first, remember? Right, but you, it got you, remastered you, onto PS4. Right. Oh, it got remastered. Oh, there's a remastered version? Have, there is. I have the digital version. Oh, you, you know, maybe I'll, yeah. maybe I'll I have the maybe I'll just like spend the money and get the remastered. I version, think it's worth so. it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think it's, I mean it's really good. Yeah. Like, I mean you haven't you haven't finished it, but you can I haven't tell. Finished it. Like it's time, obviously. We yeah, all know it's, right, it's exactly. we don't always have time. But like that game I couldn't stop. I played it a few years ago, like I wasn't really playing video games at all, and it was just a game that like I had to get through. Because you you guys feel the same way. Sometimes you have no time, but you play this game, and it's just like, well, I can't stop. This is too good. For me, that was The Last of Us, and that's why I am just mega, mega, mega freaking excited to see who they're gonna cast, who's gonna direct, who's gonna be the showrunner. Like once these details start coming out, and I and I get a little confidence in what they're trying to create here, like my excitement is just going to build. And build and build, and then in May, I believe, when the Mass of Us Two comes out, if you know that's not delayed by the coronavirus, like everything else on Earth, um, right. when that comes out, I'm gonna have to grab a PS4, actually. But like, I'm going to buy. I'm like, let's put it this way: I'm gonna buy a PS4 just to play The Last of Us Two. Is it? Is and it? I didn't own a PlayStation Three. I borrowed Walt's PlayStation Three just to play The Last of Us. I yes. still have your PlayStation Three, actually. Yes. So. Yeah, you can you can sense my excitement in my voice a little bit. I think I'm just really really excited to see this property finally come to life. It's one of my favorites, like among things like Bioshock and Half Life. Those are some of my favorite stories in gaming. Oh, this is up there, it's and and if this succeeds, maybe we'll start to see some of those other awesome stories that we love translated into video games as well. If this and Halo succeeds, so for me, it's it's a win win. Last of Us Two is coming out, and it might. Like I said, start a renaissance for gaming in other gaming stories in other media. That's what I'm geeking out about, guys. Sweet. Yeah, it's freaking uh, super Eli? exciting. Okay. Yeah, man. Okay. That's right. Okay. Um, I just want to start with something real quick. Um, I know I was gonna say I was gonna do the. I know I, I know I was gonna say <clears throat> I was doing the Eternal Take album, but I figured since there are two. When that just came out, I'm going to hold that off. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Sleep. I just saw it. Uh, well, three of us. I don't know about you I two. haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, Gabe? Yeah. I have not seen it, but yeah. you can go ahead and spoil. I'm fine. Yeah. Okay. Just try to be somewhat light, but 
you know, go ahead and talk about it. The only thing, don't spoil the ending. Yeah. I know. That's always the most important. It's going to be a spoiler free, this, um, my review. All right. For now. Tell us a little bit about what Um, you enjoyed about Dr. Sleep. I really were looking forward, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Uh, three of us, uh, Walt and, uh, Andre, um, we saw Dr. Sleep, right? And... And, um... Yeah, AJ saw it with you, right? Yeah. AJ and Walt. So, yeah. like, tell us about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It was disappointing. How? Wait. Really? Well, hold on. So, how are yeah, you geeking out here? Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Everybody should already know <laughs> that this is what we should expect from okay. Eli. <laughs> Everything <laughs> is disappointing. Wait a minute. That, that was I'm unexpected. You're supposed to tell I'm us joking. what you enjoyed. No, I got a taste of this after we saw the movie. I... I flat out don't dis- I don't agree. It was disappointing for one reason and one okay. reason only. Okay. But I'm gonna save that for later. Wait, no, you gotta no, say it now. Hit it, no, hit it no, up no. now. Yeah. No, after, after. Okay. After what? Let, after hey, his geek out. Let him. All right. Geek. So I found the storyline to be dramatic, and I really loved how they put together the main antagonist mm-hmm. of the story. Mm-hmm. Making making it seem like it wasn't really about what happened at the original hotel. Overlook, right? The Mostly. Overlook hotel. Yeah, it uh, is a sequel. Yeah, the yeah. sequel to The Shining, we mm-hmm. should say, for those who don't know, this is a sequel to the movie The Shining. Or, yeah. well, to the sequel book, I think. Sequel or prequel? Sequel. It's a sequel. It's, a sequel? I it's, it gr- it's grown up Danny Torrance yeah. from the original. It's, it's the kid. little kid. He's grown oh, okay. up now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, grown and up. it Continue, young man. kind of surrounds the cultish theme mm-hmm. which is one reason I really like it gives it that dark tone um it was brutal very oh, brutal and I gotta admit uh-huh. some of the stuff like it creeps me out it straight up creeps me out so it did have like a little scare factor to it because uh, The Shining was a pretty unsettling movie but yeah, that's it was like thing. psychological right yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which I, I enjoy that more like, it's what, what do you think it's considered a horror movie, but yeah. it didn't give me that sense where I was scared to death after you, the movie. Did you feel uneasy? Because like, I, I feel like that's what they go for in these movies a little bit. It's The it, thing is, the th- reason why it's disappointing, for mm-hmm. me at least, mm-hmm. is it was given the, the genre horror, but it wasn't necessarily scary. It was more thriller, action that type okay, of I'll give like you like that. A, I can agree with that. Yeah, like a dramatic movie, dramatic yeah. thriller, like suspense. Like <clears throat> but yeah, mm-hmm. suspense. That's what I was looking for. <clears throat> if it wasn't given that genre horror, then I would rate it like one hundred percent out of eighty okay. percent out of one hundred percent. I was gonna say if it's that disappointing, because there's no way it would be a hundred. My second <laughs> with that reason. Change. Mm-hmm. My second reason. Uh, it's not really a big of a deal because now that I look back on it, it's you know, uh, but. <laughs> that Sorry. was our microphone. Yeah. Uh, technical difficulties. <laughs> uh, we will get our engineers to fix this in a moment. Yeah. My fault. Go ahead. All right. All done. Wait. Um. Anyway. Uh, so you like you were saying that like the genre kind of disappointed you, right? Yeah. But what was, there was why a second, why the there was a second reason, right? Um. Well, ninety actually. The second reason is. It didn't really have anything to do with what originally happened. I until the end. Until the end. Okay. okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see more. It wasn't what I was expecting. I wanted to see more of that hotel, uh, psychopath, 
ghost story mm. more than as much as I like the cult theme, which I would have loved to have more than the hotel. But the rest of it just it doesn't piece together really well for for me at least with okay. the original movie. I think I see what you're saying. So the way that the way that you see it is that they changed the story in a sense of how things were set up in the original movie in this one. And that's you're not a fan of that. Is that kind of what I'm getting from well, what you're saying? Well, here? I will say this: um, the original movie isn't exactly very faithful to the novel. That's true. Also, and, and Stephen King, you know, he's made a point over the years how disappointed he was with the Stanley Kubrick version. He even made that you know that, that TV series with Stephen Weber from Wings. Exactly, I remember <laughs> that. You know, so maybe the disconnect between the two films is that this film is pretty faithful to the book that mm-hmm. came afterwards mm-hmm. but then you that book is now referencing things that happened in the book version of the shining yeah. mm. as opposed to the movie that's i'm assuming that's mm. that's where the disconnect could be oh i kind of want to jump into the universe now i want to actually yeah. read the original book watch the shining then watch dr sleep the original book is pretty long, though, because all of Stephen King's books are super long. Right? I know they are. Five hundred always turned pages, me on. A thousand pages. As yeah. a kid, it's what I imagined. Like all all novels were like, this is what reading a real book is like. Yeah, I'm not gonna read yeah. this. And then you find books that are like 150, 200, yeah. 300 pages. Know, right? Like, okay, <laughs> this is this size is digestible. This is manageable. Interesting. Okay, what else? Did, what else did you think about it? Like, is there any other thoughts that you'd like to give us about what <clears> you thought about Doctor Sleep? Like, what would you really like about it? Like, I'm curious to hear that. The storyline. The storyline. Yeah, but going you kinda back said to that. that. You just kind of said you didn't like the storyline in a way. Well, what about what about the storyline without spoiling it too much? Did you like? In well, if I'm gonna, this is gonna be a bit confusing mm. for any of the listeners, but the way that I see it, it there, the movie is split into two parts. Mm-hmm. The first part is mainly about the cultish stuff, mm-hmm. and the second part is mainly about the hotel part. Okay. Yeah. The first part I really liked, even though it had nothing to do with the... It had stuff to do with the, the original movie, but it didn't really... wasn't really that well pieced together with the original. Mm. The second okay. one okay. did go to, together, but the first one kind of brought it down with what originally happened. So... It, there was a... Uh, I think what you're trying to get at is there were different focuses in the movie. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like the first act, like midway through the second act, maybe they're they're focusing on this what you think is a new storyline, and then they connect it in the end is what it sounds like to me. But again, like I haven't seen the movie, so I don't necessarily need you to confirm or deny that. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. A very, it's a very different dynamic from the original movie. The, this one is more of a uh, what what what's a what's a good movie to compare it to? It, it's it's like it's like your um. It, it's almost it's almost as if you're stealing powers, right? Hmm? That's that's what I that main character is doing. Is, the sixth sense. Well, in a sense, yeah, in right? a sense. It, it's a very weird. You have to watch the movie to understand it because it's it's and without me wanting to spoil it, it's just it's it's two different movies, it's, right? It's okay. kind of like the sixth sense. If you think about it. Mm. All right, say no more. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, weird. it's like, weird. It's, it's weird. weird. Yeah, yeah. I, think, weird. I think that's venturing. It's a very good movie. Spoilery territory. It but it's weird. You know what I'm saying? Well, it is like, Stephen King. And yeah. I Wait, love weird. I got to ask. I got to ask. 
Is is Stephen King's streak of not being able to write the greatest ending still continued in this? Yeah, definitely for me. One hundred percent. I don't agree. And personally, well, I don't agree. You no, know I give that fifty, fifty, fifty. Like it's, it's it's okay. You're not a, f- a huge fan of it. All right. Okay. Respectable. Okay. So it's not his usual like convoluted, doesn't make much sense endings, but it's not a great one either. Okay. All right. Any other thoughts on that before no. we move on? Mm-hmm. All right no. then. All right then. Uh, Who would like to continue? What's up? Oh, I'm sorry. You have another thing you want to geek out about? Please continue. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, could, could I save this one for after? For after what? Everybody no, this does? is your geek out. You okay, got to okay, geek okay. out all okay. the way. Geek it out. My second geek out, my geek second out, geek out, geek out. is Do it. Silent Hill 2. So wait, did you just recently play this game? Yes. For the first time ever? Yeah, yeah. I, I downloaded it for him so he can play. That's awesome. That is awesome. Sick. Kudos to you. Yeah, that's that. To me, that feels like when he first saw, like, not exactly, I mean, but like, when he oh. saw Star Wars as a kid, it's like, oh, you get to enjoy the stuff yeah, that we know, enjoy. Right? Like, it's, a, it's like I'm a, I'm a, oh. I'm a proud older guy. <laughs> <laughs> awesome! So, like, tell us about it because we love it. I hope We've you said loved it. it. He's yeah. about to tell us that he's well, disappointed. Yeah, he's I, didn't <laughs> I didn't finish it. <clears throat> oh, you didn't finish that's it. That's okay. Playing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's we're still geeking out about it. That's cool. So, what do you think? Uh. Okay, I'm going to start off with the horror. Mm-hmm. The horror factor definitely played well, especially with the sound effects. Which yeah. Oh, yeah, oh wait. So it's probably even better because you got like all the surround sound speakers now yes, in comparison sir. to when we played it. That probably but makes it. The only difference, he played it in the middle of the day. Yeah. We used I to challenge play it you to night. play it at night. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Sure. God. Hell with, yeah. I'd do that. I'd do that. Put the bass right next to the couch. Yeah, exactly. Put the bass you know. right next to yeah, the couch. Yeah, and we're going to live stream it, set up a camera so we can Ooh, watch his reaction. Oh, my gosh. Can I would love to do, do that. Please do a reaction yeah. cam. I would reaction love to do cam. that. But oh Eli reacts to <laughs> Yeah, like it'll be a scare cam. It'll be awesome. I would love that. <laughs> it is disturbing. It is disturbing it's, as it is. Doing it at night in the dark. Yeah, with, already, with the weird stuff happening around That's the way to go. I swear to God, it was already creepy as Didn't it is. something happen when you were when you were yeah. playing it? I swear to God, it was mad <laughs> weird. I I'm swear to God. You, the Silent Hill curse continues. Yeah. <laughs> no, like what, what was the weird thing that happened? Yeah. Dad's phone. Uh, Walt. Walt's phone. AKA Dad. Yeah. Daddy it, Walt. <laughs> it started. It started ringing and then it got cut off and started repeating over and over again. It was. It was a really. You know how like my ring is. Um, the Marvel Studios. Entrance, yeah, 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 the, the, yeah. the theme song, right? Your phone was glitching that out. It, you did. It's it started, <laughs> stop, started, stop, started, stop. Was but there even a was phone call? I, I don't think anybody called, right? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. I, we were sitting oh on the god, couch, and hilarious. my phone was on the on the table, and we both looked back to see what was going on. Dun, <laughs> and then you dun, looked dun, at it. Dun, 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 dun. I'm never yeah, playing any horror that. games in this house ever. <laughs> Not near God, us because the last time it happened at a totally different Astoria. house. Yeah. The last time I, I, when I was living in Astoria, that's when that happened. Oh, God. Yeah. So, it happened to happen. It just follows us. Not playing any video games around you guys then. In that living room where that VCR used to be, all the weirdness happened in that apartment. So, like, if you're around me or Walt while you play this game, something strange is going to happen. Exactly. Tell us more about it. We're we're hijacking. I'm cursed by you. 
Yes. You need to stay away from me when it's, I play that game. It's the combination of walls. It's kind of hard when I live here. Yeah. <laughs> it's the combination of walls and Silent Hill 2 you know. that creates these odd situations. But <laughs> tell us some more. Okay, so <clears throat> it wasn't really scary. Okay. It wasn't scary at all, but it the creepy factor is what made it a horror game. Yeah, it's very unsettling. Like, very, I it, think it's very unsettling. Like, I felt disappointing at... Yes, yes. I knew yes, it. I, knew I felt, it. I'm a, I felt disappointed at some times because there were these times... And again, <clears throat> I haven't played this to the fullest. Um, where I would feel like I was about to get jump scared. Nothing would happen. And I'm just walking through... And I'm, the camera controls are so weird. That's the point, though. Yeah. That's the point. It's a psychological thing. Yeah. Like, you're getting ready to get jump scared, and then nothing happens. But then you're worried that it's still going to happen. Mm -hmm. And then you hear the ruffling of the bushes yes. while you're walking that's the, by. That's the point. And then I just immediately stop. I wait five minutes <laughs> just to check if something exactly. happens. I start walking, and then it happens again. That's and I swear to God, I think I'm about to get jump scared or something. Well, that's and that the is the point. You, and then you give me the controller. Dad, yeah. Dad, no, no. you keep playing now. No, but how many times did that happen? Okay, how many times did that happen? Okay, hold up. <laughs> to back, to back how this up. You'd be disappointed with that. That's first of all, pure, first of all, he's like, here, take the controller. You do it. That's real fear. First of all, I back this up because he didn't know how to play the game when he played. So I had to take it over from him. Right, because the controls are wonky. It, it's yeah. It's like it's, you have to press it's built that way though. It's still like a he didn't know how to attack. Yeah. No, that's you, that's how they designed train. it. If you if you if you read about how the game was designed, they meant to make your character really underpowered and wonky and slow. That's so that but it would make it control, scarier. But the controls are are weird because the way you walk forward is you yeah, push up. But then to swivel, oh, well, you have to press left. Well, it's, right. it's, it's Resident so, Evil. It's the same as Resident Evil. Yeah, exactly. Evil. But it's, it's just we're not used to that anymore. Right, exactly. We're not used to it because nobody does that anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, even times. the new Resident Evils now are like third-person shooters. Mm -hmm. There were times where he would get stuck in a corner and he couldn't even look at what was attacking him. <laughs> he would literally be looking directly at a corner just standing was, there. That was done on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I was, I was, I was kind of faking them out, thinking that they were fine. You know and then I is? turn around and kill them. It's like it's like in Super Mario Actually, Brothers when you're getting you. chased by the ghost. You gotta like you turn around and it's coming after you. And then you turn back and it stops and freezes. He's trying to yeah, do yeah. that in, I, in a I different way. That's like the the angels from uh, from Doctor Who, right? I'm sorry, what? The the angels from Doctor Who. Remember? Oh, you mean the what? weeping angels? The weeping angels. Mm -hmm. But yo, I swear you to God. You close your eyes, and they move, and you open them, and they're right there. And you close, and it just, every, they don't move when you see them. Mm -hmm. It's when you look away or you close your eyes, that's when they move. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yo, but the thing is, with the thing that he was taking over the controller, the only oh, reason, he, he took over the controller okay. for, like, the time where we were moving around, mm -hmm. for, like, the, when we were looking through the buildings, I took, he basically played, like, Looks like you're dabbing. <laughs> you look like a dab cough. Yeah. <laughs> he basically like played only two times, and that's that was when we were searching for stuff. Mm. The times. rest of the yeah. Two times. The third time was when I had to go to the bathroom, but I was in the apartment. So three times. 
Yeah, but and forget the fourth, fifth, and sixth time. <laughs> no, there was no fourth. There was no fourth, fifth, or sixth. All right, just tell us about the game. Just tell us about the game. We're not gonna argue. But he already beat the game like like fifteen years ago. It doesn't matter. Like twenty years ago at this point, it doesn't yeah, matter. Like doesn't matter what he's doing with the game now. Tell us about your experience. But it really did check in with that two hundred percent creepy factor. Especially that points where it's like you don't want to turn around the corner even though you hear <coughs> it's footsteps so easy but you realize it's so easy to kill off but you just don't want to even try. So so your your encounters with Pyramid Head didn't like freak you out at all? He didn't get that. Oh. I didn't get that. He hasn't got that. He's he's still stuck in the initial town. Okay. Oh man. Yeah, he, he hasn't he hasn't gotten to the where, where are we supposed to go? The beach? The oh, very the beginning. House. This yeah. is like a 20-hour game that will take like 100 hours because of the, oh, yeah, <laughs> the, the creep factor. Definitely. If you're going to slow No, but down like during the apartment, mm-hmm. that's when I started to speed up. Like from there, I wasn't, I was necessarily less creeped out and I was starting to get more into like the actual game. I have a The gameplay. I have another question though. This is somewhat unrelated. Um, not, like no, it's not unrelated. But like, is this the remastered version of, of Silent Hill 2 or yes. is this the original? No, this is the remastered. Because I heard the remaster like screwed up a lot of stuff. Yeah. The, the original version. He hasn't gotten far enough for us to know yet. Okay. He's, he's still basically right after he, the, the guy leaves and walks through that first town. He's mm-hmm. still in that first town. So wait. Because what I heard... That that turned me off was that they removed a lot of the fog. No, the fog is still there. Yeah, okay. definitely. The so that was those were all, or maybe it was another one of the Silent Hill. Well, it, it could have anyway. been that it could have been that they updated and and added it after the fact and stuff. I hope like so that, because you know yeah, I like I saw a video about this a couple of months ago and I heard that the remaster was really bad because the fog was added to the game originally because, because of graphics limitations. Right, exactly. They couldn't draw, they, the draw distance couldn't be that far. Mm-hmm. So they added the fog, it ended up being one of the best parts of the game, but yep. then when they remastered one of them, they took it out because no, now the draw distance is it, there. It's heavily fog. fogged. Okay. You, yes. you can't see more than a couple of feet. Do not ruin my Silent Hill 2 fog. I'm sorry I keep interrupting you. Just more. <laughs> um, I will shut up now. There was, there was only one point where I got like really scared in the apartment because mm-hmm. in the apartments I was... Like I said, I was speeding up. I wasn't really caring about things that were walking by. There was one point where I stood, and I I just got creeped out by this thing that was coming towards me. Mm. Because you know how whenever there's a, 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 a creature coming towards you, the radio starts to freak out and start buzzing yeah. out. And it's creepy as heck. It's one of my favorite details. It's like... And then you just hear the footsteps coming closer. I just stood there, and I was, like, scared. I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And then when it came by, I just saw it, and then I beat it. And then I was like, it's not that scary. But this, the part that I got scared was the first time you pick up the flashlight. Mm, oh, okay. I think I remember that. Yeah. And I'm not going to spoil this because I want Andre to play this, which you will. You will. You yes, must. AJ certainly will. You will. You must. You will. But... Just know, you should be expecting something bad there. Alright. I'll tell you one thing. The game's gonna get worse. It's not it's not nearly as weird as I know. creepy as it's gonna Definitely. be. Definitely. It's gonna get it's gonna get worse. Okay. And uh last thing, soundtrack is fire. Fire. Yeah. The music in that game was pretty awesome. I agree. Right. I agree. Alright. So Ikemas. 
Who would like to? All right, I'll take that. <coughs> so, <clears throat> despite uh, not thinking I've had enough time as I normally often do, I decided to take a little break, given all this stuff that I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I finally got around to finishing Young Justice Outsiders, which is basically season three of Young Justice. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, you know, when I, f- when I left it off, because I started watching this prior to finishing it this year, mm-hmm. I gotta say, it was, it was going in a direction that I'd already been all too familiar with. So, you, you know, the Teen Titans uh, storyline where, you know, uh, what's her name? Terra mm-hmm. gets inaugurated into the, into the Titans and it's, you know, uh, oh God, what's the name of that very famous storyline? Um, I don't know the name of the storyline, but like, um, oh, jeez, I remember what you're talking about. But you, uh, basically, but she's I, she's a mole for Deathstroke. Yeah, I saw the animated treatment of this. I didn't read any of the comics, but I did see the animated movie where yeah. they did that. Mm-hmm. So you think they're going? Oh yeah, I, I know that I'm a little late to the party, but just in case you haven't seen it and you've fallen off like I have, I will give a courtesy spoiler warning. Mm-hmm. It did something different, which I actually kind of liked, and I was kind of taken aback by, because normally when they're adapting this storyline, she always goes bad. Yeah. But she doesn't. Yeah, that's true. And that's, and that's another thing. They, they treated her origin story very differently. In this one, she has a brother named oh boy what's his name uh brion uh she comes from uh she comes from a dynastic family in uh oh jeez what is with me in the names today uh not enough coffee yeah that's, that's probably it all right so while i look up the name she has day. a brother uh brion markov and her name is not tara but tara Markov. Mm-hmm. Ah, see what they did there? And what basic this this whole season is about metahuman trafficking. So last season we saw that Vandal Savages Savages. Vandal <laughs> Savages. <laughs> oh god. Savages. You and names today are having a tough yeah. relationship. Oh god. <laughs> Vandal so, Savages. Vandal Savage. Yeah, right. Yeah. Vandal so, Savage. Okay. <laughs> He's so hot right now. Yeah. So at so the hot. actually that's so a very right accurate now. that's a very accurate statement to make. Really? But anyway. Okay. So at the end of season two saw Vandal Savage teaming up with Darkseid. Yeah. So things are gonna be very fun this season. Interesting. And it was kind of hinted at in the past season that they were setting this up because the news reporter, because, you know, they have like a, I guess, a Fox News type coverage in that universe. Yeah. And it's led by none other than G. Gordon Godfrey, a.k.a. a new god, who is famous for spinning propaganda. So this season, they're working with Darkseid. Mm-hmm. The Justice League is scattered throughout the universe, fighting all the parademons. So they are not actually on Earth. It is up to... The remnants of the Young Justice team and what's 
whatever's left of the Justice League. But here's the other, the other, the the other kicker. At the end of, it might have been in, in the beginning of this season or last season. Mm-hmm. The uh, they actually splintered off. The Batman took a following of the Justice League and went off and said, "Screw you! I have my own way of doing things, man." Mm-hmm. And they basically had like a, a a difference of opinion of sorts because all the villains they're not they're not uh, collectively called the Legion of Doom they're called the Light, and so they're a very backwoodsy, very political. <clears throat> They're not openly like, this is my evil plan. No, they're very meticulous with their planning. And they make it, Lex Luthor is part of the UN. And he's basically <laughs> like causing all hell for the Justice League. Hey, you can't go there. You're not sanctioned there. That kind of thing. That's why Lex Luthor is awesome. And so, back to what I was saying. Okay. Now they're tampering with the metahuman gene. And what they end up opting to do is triggering people's metahuman gene, kind of like uh, there was a yeah yeah exactly like that. And they do this to the head of the Markovian family of Markovia, that's the country I was looking for, Mm -hmm. where basically Tara Tara powers are activated, and so are her brothers. And, you know, it's surprising I didn't catch this at first. Because it was kind of obvious now that I'm looking back at it. Mm-hmm. When we first see Brion's powers manifest, they're Earth-related. Except he's more like a, a molten magma kind of guy. Oh, we don't see cool. Terra until later in the season. Okay. Where we find a metahuman, uh, for lack of a better word, fight club. Being run by supervillains. This sounds awesome. Like, why? Why am I not watching this? Actually, Young Justice is good. Yeah, I've it seen. Is. A, I've seen a few episodes, but I've definitely not gotten this far where it gets this interesting. Yeah, and so, just that. <laughs> should I, I? I don't even think I want to go into the ending now. If you're going to watch this, I will watch this. But I, my, my first question, actually, to you is: What's the first rule of MetaHuman Fight Club? Um, we psychically don't talk about MetaHuman Fight Club Thank because you. it doesn't exist. Very well done. Um, no, I, I, this does sound really interesting, actually, because the story, the way that they changed the origin and all of that, the, the, I mean, I, I kind of like how they're doing the political machinations in this, in this storyline. It sounds like they're doing. Yeah. I, I really enjoy when comic books get involved with that, with that kind of stuff. We talked about that in the House of X Powers of 10 issues, uh, episodes that we did. Excuse me. So it sounds interesting. Oh yeah. Tell us tell us a little bit more. Yeah, so there are new characters for the docket. Mm-hmm. I already mentioned Brion Markov. Mm-hmm. Terra technically new, but technically not new. We all know the story about that. Uh Halo, who is basically a dying mother box's soul that got fused with a human body after the host died. Dying Mother Box's soul are fusing the human. Because Mother Boxes yeah, are not only machines, yeah. they're actually living beings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as part of this whole apocalypse arc, the bad guys are using Mother Boxes. And one of these Mother Boxes, I, I don't remember the exact sequence of events, but 
basically when the mother box got canned, the soul drifted into this girl who actually let the uh because the, there was a there was a little uh uprising staged in Markovia okay. where uh the uncle uh Baron Bedlam who is actually originally a fourth world character but not in this but it's actually it's actually pretty nice the way they did this there the un- he's the uncle of Brion and uh Tara mm-hmm. and he basically stages this uprising you know okay well kill the parents now I'm going to rule <laughs> yeah <laughs> Very beautifully stated. <laughs> Kill the parents, I'm going to rule. All right? <laughs> Let's do this. Thanks. And job, so everybody. the person who let his uh, dissidents in <clears throat> was the host of Halo, who was killed off for, you know, we can't really let you live. <laughs> okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And... The mother boxes soul once they were uh, they were kind of digging like a mass grave kind of thing, mm. and the soul of this mother box got attached to her, and so basically, she has all the powers of a mother box, but it's represented through different kinds of light. Red light is shield. Mm-hmm. Purple light is oh my god. <laughs> that is the other thing about this character. She is the Kenny of this show, bro. <laughs> She just dies over and over again? Because one of her powers is not only she can she heal herself, she can actually bring herself back from the dead. Okay. Interesting. So you j- <laughs> every other Kenny episode is her here. dying in a new way. Like, so it's like oh. Groundhog Day or like, what the hell is that? Happy like Death Moira. Day. Yeah, Happy Death Day. Da- precisely. Or, or yeah, Moira now. In the, in, the, in the House of X powers of 10. Or in the, the X Men universe. She's <laughs> gotten impaled by Lobo. She's gotten. Uh, Lobo's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he, was, he was pretty cool in the episode he was in. Um, but she got a throat slit by. Uh, oh, what's that? Um, there's, a, there's a character, very famous. Lady Shiva. I think it was Lady Shiva. She dies like. Oh my god. This is just like she's literally Kenny. Like half a dozen death scenes. Oh, what? Yeah. Man, this is all reminding me. It, it it's like seems like it's taking some detail from a lot of different stories that I've heard or seen or read before. Oh yeah. And turning them into something that makes sense, which is why I'm kind of intrigued by this cuz like I feel like I've seen somewhat recently a movie where somebody died over and over again, probably besides Deadpool. I don't even know. Like where it was, but it was played for laughs. Oh, that's uh, there's a Netflix show that I started watching called Russian Doll. That wasn't it though, but it doesn't matter. That's not the important part. Okay. But like I said, it kind of like yeah, it's an amalgamation of a lot of interesting concepts put into this season's yeah. storyline. So what did I say? Red light was shield. Purple light was heal. Mm-hmm. Orange light was I think offensive attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, blue light. Oh, what was blue light? But you get the point. There's a power for every light. Mm-hmm. Uh, every, you know, All the color of the spectrum. rainbow. Yeah. It's a lot like Green Lantern, except fourth worldized. Yeah, exactly. Green Lantern only has the yeah. one color, basically. And, like, weaknesses to other colors. Mm-hmm. In He's the vein, yellow. Yeah. In, <laughs> in the vein of apocalyptic fourth worldian type tech, we also get introduced to Cyborg this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also get... 
Fred Bug, mm-hmm. who is of the fourth world. Uh, so there is, because you know, the the whole story of the fourth world is that there are two planets in opposition opposition since God knows how long. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Apocalypse and New Genesis. Yeah. On New Genesis, things are good, but we kind of also get the feel that not everything's good because you have all the gods living up in the clouds, but then you have all the common people and the mortals and a new race, at least a new race, I believe, that I was just introduced to, called the Bugs. Mm-hmm. And this Fred Bug guy is one of those guys. <laughs> well, what, what kind of character is, like, what's his character's deal, I guess? Like, he talks very... Uh, he has a very unique way of speaking. Like, it's very hivey. Uh, I want to say like Yoda, but not. <clears throat> like a Borg or something? No, he's not a Borg. He's like a... Uh, is, he speaks when you say a hive, lot. do you mean like a, like a hive mind? Or like... like, um, like he, he's a bug. He refers to things in, in, a very, in a very bugsy sense. Like, instead of saying family, he's like... Uh, Fred Bug really likes his new hive. You know, things like that. Okay, okay. So he speaks about himself in the third person. He speaks yeah. bug, bug jargon. Yeah, well, yeah. That too. If we know what bug jargon is. That sounds like bug jargon to me. <laughs> and if you know like, Pokemon. I'll go with that. <laughs> and if you know your Pokemon moves, he can use rollout. I don't, don't know that move. It's basically where he curls up into a ball. But, you know. Oh, okay. Bruh. Makes sense. It's like an armadillo um, bug. Other characters, other characters, there's more. But you know what? The point is, if you get the chance, watch season three of Young Justice. It's to, really good. I have to do a lot of catching up. But then again, I have a lot of catching up on a lot of the animated shows, mm-hmm. admittedly, when it comes to DC, Star Wars. I haven't gotten to a lot of that stuff. But, I mean, again, you know, since, since we're all going to die and we're going to be indoors for a few weeks, now's a good time to catch up on stuff. Yes. Um, I kid. We're not all going to die, obviously. No, but, you know, definitely there will. There should be more time than there has been to be indoors and watch some of these shows. Let's put it that way. Yes. yes. <laughs> and we'll address that maybe in the future. We'll see. Yeah. In the vein of Pokemon. Yeah, episode. I also got around what? to seeing the remake of Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back, the first oh. ever Pokemon movie. Oh, oh okay. how was that? Sounds yeah, like true. I was curious um, about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I saw the movie when it came out. You like in the theaters? They ch- they changed it. They made it all CGI. That I saw. Yeah. that's why kind of why yeah, I was intrigued. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So um, there, there. It's not that substantially changed. What what changes really is they flesh out Mewtwo a little more. Like oh, uh, in the beginning. Uh, see, this is why I wanted to rewatch the original, but I didn't get the chance to. But I'm pretty sure in the original, it's just a sequence of events showing, ah, Mewtwo came into being, and yeah. he's super powerful. Mm-hmm. It's like, a, it's like a, a quick montage that tells yeah. you his origin in the original. This kind of draws that out a little bit <sighs> by also exploring his psyche a little bit. That's interesting. Because you don't, you don't even really let, get to hear him say much until the end of the original, if I remember correctly, either. Eh, like midway. Yeah. Yeah, but like more so at the end. But yeah. yes, he definitely says something. But like you don't get to see a lot of his, like you said, backstory and motivations. Well, you get to see it a little bit earlier on, but at the <laughs> end, you don't get to see a lot of it until the end when he has his conflict with Mew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So that, mm, I mean, that, that was that was all right, in my opinion. Uh, it was really just a lot of questions. I and mean, I mean, I get it. They're valid questions. You don't have a mother and, and a father, per se. And you're like, you know, why am I here? Why was I created? Things like that. Why do I exist? Yeah, that's that's basically, that's that's what his whole, I guess, being hinges on. And it's, uh, I mean, it was okay, but, you know, it's uh, quite honestly something we've seen before. And I kind of expected it, but it was all right. It was all right. It sounds like it's worth checking out. Let me, let me ask the question, because I'm not that much into the Pokemon universe. Um, it seems like, and correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. It seems like after Detective Pikachu, there seems to be like a, a more, a bigger emphasis on pushing Mewtwo as a, a more sympathetic character than than previous, or am I totally off base on that? Um, I feel like he was. That's kind of, not. I feel like that's he was not kind of wrong. He wasn't in the, in the original though, because he was a creation to a, to a great extent. You know but what I mean? the thing is, I found at least from I'm gonna rewatch the movie. But from what I remember, Mewtwo is even more callous in the original. He movie. was. He was, but like. He was still somewhat relatable because of what his upbringing was. It, for not for lack of a better term, but that's how I kind of like to see it. Like in in the in, from what I remember, because that movie was a long time mm-hmm, ago that mm-hmm. I saw it in the theaters. So like maybe I'm misremembering, but like they definitely gave you a little bit of sympathy in in those originals, even though it was it was touched upon for less time. They still took some time to be like, hey, like he's not just a villain. Like, because Mewtwo's not just a villain, right? He's, 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 you know, an animal that has his own desires and instincts. But, like, they definitely pushed the, that whole, like, he was made this way to, to an extent. So, like, he oh, didn't yeah. choose this, you know? And that was the sympathetic part about him even before recently. And, like I said, I haven't seen this new movie, so I don't know what the differences are. But that's what I remember from, from his story. Yeah. Um... But I, I really want to get to the uh, to the animation now. The animation, I thought it really worked for Detective Pikachu. Hmm. I wasn't a fan of it for this. Oh really? No. And if I'm being quite, uh, if, if, um, if I'm going to be quite stark here, I prefer the original animation. Sometimes that's better because I kind of miss traditional. Because like you know, I, I, I miss I miss traditional hand drawn animation yeah. a lot. You know? Like, I mean, the three D looks nice and all, and sure, Shadow Ball looks a little updated, but just the way there was a lot. I feel there was a lot better contrast between Mew. I mean, there's certainly contrast in this in this new uh, iteration. Uh, it's not just called Strikes Back, by the way. It's called Strikes Back. Evolution. Evolution. Yeah. yeah. I really liked how simple it was. Like, if I remember correctly, there are two moves that you see predominantly from both Mew and Mewtwo. Mewtwo sporting Shadow Ball, and Mew, if I remember correctly, sporting Aura Sphere. And it was a very simple difference. Aura Sphere was w- predominantly blue. But it had like little purple, uh, you know, like sparks. Mewtwo's was the complete opposite of that. It was a deep purple with blue sparks. Okay. 
and the new the new one it it certainly kept that dynamic but i don't know it was like i just i really like the older i'm i'm really trending toward the older animation i feel, I feel, I feel, that. I feel like that's been going a, around a lot especially like with I like re- uh lion lion king and like all the new movies of like the remakes remakes of like Disney movies and all that. What? You, you know, the, the, the thing is, again, I, I said this when we were talking about Lion King sometime before, that, like, it may be because we are attaching the nostalgia, we are attaching the nostalgia of when we first saw the film, mm-hmm. right, uh, to what we actually saw, right? Like, the emotions that we had when we saw Mewtwo the very first time, we attach it to what we saw, the animation and stuff. So when you see it this time around, you're not as emotionally involved because you already know what's going to happen. You already saw everything. So maybe that there might be some point to that. Because I agree what too. I would like to see is like a focus group of one group of people that saw the original and then saw the new movie and then one group of people that didn't see the original at all and then saw this movie. That would be interesting. Right, <coughs> that would be a, yeah, for to like see, to see if it's tr- if it's really that the animation is more preferred previously, uh, like the older animation is more preferred than the newer animation, mm-hmm. or if it's more of a nostalgic factor that we have. I mean, I don't want to completely throw the artists under the bus. Under the bus, like the ending clash between Mew and Mewtwo was beautiful. It really was. <laughs> like they they start. <coughs> At the end, they start building this, like, huge Dragon Ball Z-esque aura. And they just start going, you know, mentally, boom, boom. They just start right. attacking each other with yeah. mental yeah. bullets. With yeah. mind bullets! <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yes. But anyway, like, yeah. That was, a, that was an awesome scene. I'm going to give them that. And like I said, it's good, but, you know, like, okay. Like, to be fair, uh, uh, again, I know I'm saying I don't want... I'm very back and forth on this. I'm sorry. But it's like, I feel like we didn't really need this. But with the advent of Pokemon becoming popular again, I can see why you might want to regauge the interest with the movie that touched most well, people. Again, money, it's, money, like, money. it's like a retelling for the newer, younger generation. Yeah. Right? Like I, it's just, yeah. You know, for them, yeah. it's brand new. Just like the CGI Lion King is brand new mm-hmm, for that exactly. generation. That's all it Aladdin is. Aladdin and all this stuff yeah, is being yeah. remade. Transformers, yeah. in a way, like all of this stuff is right. partially based on the <coughs> Everything is generational, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, the voice acting was, well, it was Ash in the group. Uh, nothing really much to say about that. They were awesome. Cool. Team Rocket was rambunctious, yeah. as always. <laughs> And just, I, I, for despite all my criticism, I, I did enjoy the movie. So if you want, give it a shot. It's still a good movie. Yeah. If you're a fan of the Pokemon, or not? Pokemon. Hey, Pokemon for life. Pokemon. Ride or die. Catch them all. Catch you guys will get to it. Catch them Leaf all. Green. I was actually gonna pick it up this weekend. You wanna do it? Catch Leaf all. Green. Uh, sure. I guess. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. You still haven't even beaten the champion. No, I haven't. I haven't been playing that game. And you haven't even. Oh god. 
Oh, no, no, get that. No, no, I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm All right. moving along. Yes, so that'll be ending my geek out. Thank you for indulging me. Uh, I'll, I'll take the uh, next geek out. Uh, mine, will be, mine will be a little bit shorter um, because there's literally no negative criticisms to the geek out. What are you doing? What is he doing? All right, you can In stop case you're wondering, yeah, Rise of Skywalker may or may not have started playing. Explain yourself. It was a it was a button push that it happened that went wrong. Exactly. All right, it just went awry. <laughs> These guys are trying to intrude on my geek out by playing the Rise of Skywalker on the television. Apparently, what it's available now. Yeah, it is. yeah. Like you can watch you know, it right now. Yeah, I'll put it on. Don't right dare now. put it on. Hold on. Give me a second. I'll put I thought it, it was right. a pre-order. Don't Geek put outs, it on. man. Geek outs. Check it out. What are you doing? No, I'm turn the volume down. We're gonna like. We're gonna. It is so on. Oh it's gonna, my god. It's gonna <laughs> encroach. To see this in the not anyway, crappy quality. There you go. You know. This is a uh, the movie theater is crappy quality. <laughs> <laughs> the movie is crappy quality. I mean, period. Okay. Ob- obviously, but I feel like. You know, I hey, I kind of like the movie. So whatever. Let's let's get off this Rise of Skywalker topic <laughs> before we get into a place that we can't escape from. Go ahead. All right. Go so ahead. my geek out is a generational geek out mm-hmm. because it's uh, I'm geeking out over the uh, Final Fantasy VII remake Ooh. demo that what? just recently came out. I played, um, yeah, I played it. It's 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 a demo. It's it's a game that I have literally been waiting for since the advent of. Real 3D video games. Uh-huh. Um, when I played Final Fantasy VII, I absolutely loved it. I bought the T-shirt at GameStop. I got like the bags and everything, pins, caps, book bag, the whole nine, mm-hmm. uh, because I love the game so much. I love the setting. I love everything about that game. And then when Final Fantasy X came out, which was a full 3D world and everything, the first one that I played that had like a mm-hmm. real 3D uh, RPG experience. I was like, I kind of need Final Fantasy VII to be remade now because I need I need Ten I need FF Seven to be like this. Ten was amazing. It really was. And I've been waiting for Final Fantasy VII to be done like that since Ten? then. I don't think so. Oh, okay. um, so when the PS3 came out, I bought a PS3 because it was announced that Final Fantasy VII was going to come out for the PS3. Yeah. And then I waited and waited and waited, and then it never came out. Yeah, because they're and evil. then they pushed it to PS4, and they said that it would potentially be a launch title. Alas, it was not a launch title. And then they said it would come out in the following year after the launch. I'm like, okay, I bought a PS4 anyway. Me not being, like, I love the PlayStation, and I love the PlayStation 2, but I did not love the PlayStation 3. I really, I don't even think, I think I had, like, maybe one Spider-Man game. That's it. Mm -hmm. I was an Xbox Xbox guy, especially because of Halo. Um, And... And when the PS4 came out, I again, I was all the way Xbox, mm-hmm. but I bought a PS4 just because of the anticipation of Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> uh, and then it got delayed for four more years. Yeah. Ouch. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I've been in pain waiting. My, ex- my <laughs> PlayStation has literally been collecting dust for years. Uh, it did get some play because Street Fighter ended up getting uh, an exclusive uh, exclusive. Uh, contract with Sony, um, mainly because Sony bailed out Capcom. Um, so I have used my PlayStation 4 
uh, sparingly, but I'm finally dusting it off. I did dust it off just for this demo, and I have to say that the wait has been warranted because the game is absolutely phenomenal. <clears throat> just a demo. I would already give this game the game of the year based off just the demo. Everything about the game is absolutely wonderful, really? in my opinion. Voice acting all around is great. The action story, everything to me is, is absolutely amazing. Um, I was very, very scared of the uh, the battle system because I was kind of looking for that classic uh, turn-based kind of yeah. uh, you know battle system that I grew up with. And when they said that it was going to be a free-flowing battle system, uh, akin to more recent Final Fantasies, uh, I wasn't too thrilled because they have not done it well. Yeah, I liked the, the kind of it was almost like a rock paper scissors chess aspect to like the turn based. Right stuff. before, yeah, you it still was had to be yeah, fast like that. The you meters had to, were filling yes, up. exactly. Mm -hmm. but um, it, the it time was, meters would fill up, and you had to cool be strategic regardless. about it. And that's what I liked about it. It was kind of like a three D action based chess game. Mm -hmm. You know, you had to to know how to like defeat the opponents and stuff like that. And you still have that element here, uh, but with this faster action pace. Um, it's it, it, it keeps the story going. It keeps the uh, intensity high, mm -hmm. uh, especially with the musical score that's been upgraded and sounds absolutely phenomenal. Um, and and I really like some of the uh, the interactions with the characters. It seems a lot better now that there's actual voice acting. Um, some of the characters, especially some of those early characters, uh, really quickly get a you you have. Um, some actual kind of character development. Whereas before, you're just kind of like reading the text and imagining the voice that you would kind of attach to them and imagine, imagining how their personalities would be and stuff like that based like, on like uh, the little that you could read and interpret. But now that we have actual voice acting and we have mocap and all that stuff, we have real personalities to these characters that you know I grew up with. They were caricatures more so, and they yeah, there were caricatures. Yeah, there like wasn't Bar much that they can do. It was like Jack talking the whole damn time. Yeah. he still kind of does it now. Yeah, he yeah. does. I mean, that's the thing. They do. They do stay true to like the older personalities of the characters, even though some of them might be yeah, some yeah. some serious stereotypes. Bit, yeah. yeah, that may be a little dated for sure. It's also a Japanese it's still a cultural 90s. thing too. The way yeah. that they see Maybe. certain certain cultures. Mm -hmm. Maybe the way that I look at it, it's more like this is like. This is what was cool in the 90s, mm. and they didn't want to really change that. Like, Barrett is still exactly like Barrett from the 90s, mm. very much so, which I appreciate. I know that, like, there are some certain stereotypes <clears throat> that, that, that are very real there, but those stereotypes were in the game in the 90s, and I don't want... See, that's one thing that I feared, that they would change the personality of the characters just to try to modernize and make it like a today game. I don't want it to be a game about today. I want to relive what I fell in love with in the 90s, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but with the <coughs> with the modern twist, with yeah. the voice acting, with the uh, the animation um, and all that. And I will say that like so far, at least the demo, it stays, not only does it stay like, super true to the original game, um, as, as well as just like leveling up the experience of the game um, and enhancing it. Uh, it's just, it, it really does kind of invoke everything that I loved about the game. So the reason I say that I would give it already game of the year is because if the rest of the game is as polished as this demo is, mm -hmm. I already know that I love the absolute, that I, I love the story 100%. Mm -hmm. I already know that I loved everything that was cool about it, you know, between Cloud's uh, character, his 
uh, him being like a, a, a one of the classic anti-heroes that ends up, you know, well, without spoiling anything, he's, he's you know, the classic anti-hero that you end up controlling and, you know, kind of almost like a Wolverine kind of person that doesn't want to. Yeah, he doesn't want to take up the mantle. He doesn't want, he doesn't want he's doing this for the money. He's, he's just there for, for a gig. He's not fighting for a cause. Um, and... Uh, and all that, so I already know that I'm gonna absolutely love the game. What was the name of the group? Weapon was that the name of the group? he was? He was part of Soldier. Soldier, that's right. what it was. Yeah, he was part mm-hmm. of Soldier, um, and the uh, the team that he joins up with uh, as a four hire is Avalanche. And you know what? The other thing too is because there's voice acting now. One of the things that I loved is actually being able to see the uh, the 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 relationship building so early on between Cloud and Barrett. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I'm geeking out over. I'm probably gonna play the demo a few more times. It's an hour long demo, uh, but it goes. It's so well done that it goes by so quick. I didn't even realize I was playing for an hour. Mm-hmm. I was so sad when I when I finished the demo and all of a sudden the cutscene started playing. I was like, wait, 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 this cannot be it. This can't be. This can't be the rest of the demo. I need to play it again. Oh man, it's that that's freaking true. good. That's giving me. A and a couple of you guys down. played it, so you know I would like to like ask your opinions. On, on, on the uh, demo. I know it's my geek out, but I'd like to know what like well, you guys think of it. Eli played just a portion of it. Yeah. Yeah. But what what do you think He's about it? He's probably disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. You are? You are disappointed? Why? Are you really? disappointed just to say you're disappointed? I, th- I think the reason why I was disappointed was because I don't really know much about the Final Fantasy uh, well, game but, series, but you, you don't just, need to know yeah, about it to like go and play you know it. see if like you enjoy it or not. Okay, right? son, it was disappointing. Really? Wow. Okay. You are well, a tough crowd, man. You are a very tough crowd. Final Fantasy VII is considered one of the greatest games of all time. All time. And you're, all you're, time. And this, that's like like a faithful mm. and awesome Dude. update, is disappointing. The fighting controls were like jump force. They were jump force. Doo doo. What? Yeah, it is like Jump Force. Are you sure you wanted I to think, ask for his opinion? More like that. <laughs> I, would like that. I was already expecting this, but like doo-doo, are you kidding me? It's super Jump fluid. Force. It's it's more like God of War a little bit, right? No, it's like God of War. I remember this is the guy who won't stop playing yeah. Fortnite, so everything is doo-doo compared to Fortnite. Fortnite. That's what you say every <laughs> yeah. time. And no, then and you then know, and then when a season pass comes out so you know or what um, let me let me <laughs> explain to you like no like, he, he hasn't played Fortnite in a while I haven't just played because okay, that's he fine. hasn't been able that's to fine. play anything and i wouldn't go back to Fortnite anyway i'm playing call of duty modern warfare warzone warzone Woo! battle royale yeah call of duty it's just another shooting game you know? yeah yeah it's just it's another just another shooting game Fortnite or no it's not just any shooter game it looks it's interesting. call of duty but call of duty sucks Call of Duty sucks. Yeah, it, it, it's Call of Duty sucks. If you if you could see the way his He's expression up. changed, He's standing up. Call of Duty really sucks. Like it really does. It's so boring yeah. now. Hold him back. Boring. Hold him back. But anyway, that's not what this is about. That's not what this is about. Anyway, just Final Fantasy Seven. So, so well, since you know, what, what was your opinion? Of so it? I since did you play, played Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. I did play the 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 entire demo, and I have to echo your sentiment because. Um, it's like you said. It's an hour long demo. I felt like I was playing it for like fifteen minutes. By the time that it's finished, I'm like, "This is it. There's got to be more to this. I got to keep playing this." You know what I'm saying? I thought it, I thought it was really cool. Um, it was, the action is very very fluid. 
Yes, know, exactly. And, and, and the targeting system is is really unique because you know, you can switch off very very easy, right? As opposed to some other games where you're you're struggling to try and target the guy. This one is just you're flipping you're flipping the thing over, um, and that last boss. That last boss for a demo. So just so that you guys understand, my gosh. for those of you guys that played Final Fantasy VII, you're the... playing the very first. Uh, the the initial mission that's all that the way robot, to the right yeah, yeah the, the scorpion robot. the scorpion oh. robot yeah. so you're Actually, playing you're playing up to the very first uh, mini boss wait a minute what there was a Final Fantasy VII demo that came out years ago I think that's where the original demo ended too because I remember playing back probably, remember when like probably. Game Informer used to come with a di- like yeah, demo yeah, yeah 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 I played Final probably. Fantasy VII oh that's and funny exactly that would be there. amazing if that's like the exact way that it was dropped I'm pretty sure it did. I I I can't say for sure but that's yeah, what I remember that's probably. still pretty cool if, if that's the case. So, yeah, so it's like the first. It's like the first mission, and you know, they're they're meeting up for the first time, and they they go and they have to get to this. I, f- I forgot that tower. They got to get to the Mako reactor, right? Exactly, and then that scorpion thing comes out at the yeah. very end, and you're given a choice on how to set the timer because you got to set a timer for the bomb to right. blow the core out, right? Right. So after you defeat the the scorpion, you also have to like it's afterwards, right? Yeah, you have before? no, no. You have to beat. Wait, do you set the timer and then you got to fight the boss? It no, could, I can't remember. No, no, no. no. no it's it's, it's you fight the boss and then you then set you the set timer the t- and then you got to then you got to get out of there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Are you which, sure? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, guys, if you guys set the timer, there's two options for the timer. If there you, is. If you set the timer where you end up having more pressure on yourself to get out, you have a little bit extra reward at the end of uh, the demo. Little cutscene. So, little extra cutscene for those. Bring guys somebody that back. Are, Fans of uh, exactly, yeah, the one winged angel. What? <laughs> what? Oh, god, he's literally my favorite <laughs> villain of all video games. Sephiroth, April 10th, April 10th. I was just about to say, April 10th. I was looking it up. I am planning part one because this is episode canceling. Well, I guess, yeah, that's true. You know what, like. You know, like, God, hopefully not, but if the uh, the coronavirus outbreak is going on and uh, I still have to close my gym down during that time, I would be gladly playing Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake, but let me knock on some wood. How, how do you right feel now. about them releasing yeah. it episodically? I actually really enjoy that. The I don't reason think that's that for bad, it, yeah. Agree, you want to yeah. know why? Because the thing is, like, when it comes to, in this era of multiplayer games and stuff like that, uh, with a lot of DLC and all that, single player only games that have really nice strong stories mm-hmm. kind of get lost in the amount of information that comes out with all the other games right like if multiplayer is a dime I could imagine, these days yeah I can mm-hmm. imagine like which if I like came what they're out, doing with the PS5 by the way we'll talk about that yeah, we'll, get, yeah. Okay. we'll get into that after cool cool so, so, so for example the way that I envision if, if Final Fantasy 7 came out all at one time as one full game I can see people download it, play it a little bit, but then when the new de- when the new DLC for Call of Duty comes out or Fortnite comes out, they'll drop it to play, and then they may not go back to the game. You know, That's when right. they if 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 single Horrible. player games can release it as episodes, it will prolong the conversation of the game itself. It'll mm-hmm. it let people digest it a little bit easier, and also have something to look forward to because this game is a very meaty game, and I'd rather them not cut any corners, make sure that each episode is perfect mm-hmm. uh, and let me digest it properly uh, where I can even play like the entire episode and then right before the next episode comes out, play the episode again. Okay. And I'd totally be into that. That's what, because that's where I was, I was kind of going with this and especially now in your situation where the gym is closed, right? Right. 
you get to play the first episode, I'm pretty sure you're going to play it instantly, and right. then you're done. Right, but I mean, I don't wait until the next episode. I can, you the know, only mean? the only thing that I can kind of be worried about really is if the episode is too short. Like if it's a Mandalorian episode where it's like 28 minutes long, no. then I gotta wait. That would suck. Well, like well, if the I don't think that the first the first episode, not. if I'm not mistaken, the first episode ends. Well, I don't want to really spoil it for. Well, the first episode ends at at, at a very late stage. You know, it's uh, when they leave Midgar. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, so that's pretty late. That's that, and because that takes like that's, all, that's, that's essentially like the, the first, first disc. Yeah, the first disc, right? And, oh, and by the way, so the game when it was released, it had was a three huge, discs. a huge plot yeah. point. Yeah, at was, that point, yeah, so it was a huge plot point. One of the most <laughs> amazing ones in like all of gaming. Oh god, that game is at so the time good. especially. Wait, <laughs> at the time especially, like I got wait. real emotional at that. But like I was gonna say, the episodic thing is cool too because you know, in a, in a for an, us who are nostalgic about it in a certain sense. I remember how I felt when I when I finished the first disc. Yes, you know what I mean, and you had to like put in the second because obviously Yo, you have the like craziness the and the I was plot. Like, oh my god! Yeah, like you have and you have so much going on in the plot. You have them leaving. You have all this stuff going on, and like it, you almost like had to wait for a second and gather yourself. I remember I had to gather myself. Yeah, I a did the bit same thing too. When it, when before that I put came, in that when that screen disc. came on, like please insert this too. I was like. Yeah, it's <laughs> like what? What? You just take a breath yeah. on that, you know. Yeah. And you're so gonna get that sick. same feeling from yeah. this. Well, it's I gonna guess, be. Yeah. And it's gonna build. Though, I think that's good, which though. is interesting. Yeah, exactly. This is yeah, almost. This is almost. Want, man. Yeah, yeah, I think it's I almost want. taking advantage of how like binge watching is kind of becoming less less of the of the medium. The way that things are are released. Yeah, people want episodes back. Yeah, people want to like because anticipate they want that, that want yeah. that water cooler moment where yes. you can go and talk people about it. People want to let it breathe. You know, so. And there's not that there's not that 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 impetus where you have to go watch every single episode because right. you know if you go to work on Monday everybody's gonna spoil it for you yeah right. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying so so yeah it's, it's it's I'm definitely like super looking forward to that and part of this geek out uh, secondary little geek out it's more of a shout out a uh, big shout out to Megaran one of my favorite uh, rappers out there who he does um, he does rap dubs over video game music um old school video game music and one album that i absolutely love is black materia where he basically he 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 goes through the entire story of the game so if you're planning on playing the game for the first time don't listen to the album because you will get spoiled but he goes through every single uh the entire soundtrack of the actual game re-engineers it into uh rap beats and then uh, wraps the entire story of the game through the album. Sephiroth. Absolutely amazing, <laughs> including including that track "One Wing Angel." Absolutely phenomenal song. <laughs> so check him out, Mega Ran on Spotify. You'll absolutely love his uh, Mega, uh, Mega Ran eight, nine, and ten, which are the Mega Man album redubs for Mega Man eight, nine, and ten. Mega so, Ran. Yep. Already so, looking this up. The artist, his actual artist name is Random, and what's cool about him is that he. Uh, was a Philly music and hip hop uh, professor, high school teacher, I believe, mm-hmm. and he started the project. If I'm not mistaken, he started the project to show that good, <clears throat> good rap and good music is just being a really good storyteller under really good beats. And he showed him that he can make, he can turn anything into a good rap album by taking good stories from, let's say, a video game that has a good story and turning it into a rap album. That's what he did, and he became major rap artist from there apparently so he made something but with the mandalorian what 
Randalorian. The Randalorian. I gotta check that out right now. Dude, that sounds sick. I can't believe that. I gotta see. My mind is so blown. Anyway, that's what I'm geeking out of. So, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Mega Ran, and now the new drop, The Randalorian. <laughs> like, what? I guess, yeah, this has to be somewhat recent. All right. That sounds really interesting, and I'm very much looking forward to Final Fantasy VII. I would totally VII. pause this recording just to listen to that right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, as a last note from what I've seen recently, Final Fantasy VII is going to be released in three parts every, once a year, although... Who knows if that schedule will continue the way that they did their schedule on the the, the game thus far. So yeah, hopefully you're not waiting four years for the second episode. I hope not. You know that would that would be that's what it's, it feels like to be a Half Life fan. So oh, well, listen, <laughs> you'll get you'll get the episode like on on the PlayStation Seven probably. You know? All right. <clears throat> Speaking of which, so I'm gonna touch base. I'm gonna I'm gonna circle back to something that he said before. Uh, the PlayStation Five, right? The thing that they are going to be using the feature, to, right? Okay, right. The feature that you mentioned, quote unquote. I don't features. know what you mean. Yeah. So, uh, according to the worldwide studio boss of PlayStation, the way that they're going to beat the Xbox Series X, which is the next iteration of the Xbox, is that the PlayStation Five is going to trend a little bit away from multiplayer games, mm-hmm. and they're going to focus on strong, narrative-driven, single-player games. Okay. So so not a feature, more more focus. Right, exactly. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Definitely but, but that's something that's been sore, sorely missing yeah, lately, because you, know, you look at some of the games, um, uh, most of them are multiplayer most of them are yeah. online. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't have that experience of going and, and playing a game that's a story. A lot of it is all shooters nowadays. You know Which, I, you know, that's great and all, but like, it's true. Like, I, I do enjoy multiplayer games. I enjoy games like Battlefield and stuff like that, as, we, right. as you all know. But like, it does get boring after a it while. It gets super boring. That's yeah, why Call of know? Duty is boring, because it's not that different from the last Call of Duty. It's updated yeah. graphics, different maps, but it's still just straight-up team deathmatch. And the thing yeah. is, I play Call of Duty right now. And the only thing I really play is gunfight because I'm like it's interesting. That's it. Like it's a I'm different mode. T- exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired of playing. Like I'm not interested at all in playing like deathmatch, domination, none of that stuff. It's like I'm exactly. bored of it. I hate team death. I never played team deathmatch in yeah. Battlefield. Any game that only has team deathmatch, I don't play it because I I'm not it's interested. Not in it. It. Yeah, I love uh, narrative. Everything experience. is all about battle royals and stuff like that. Yeah, and I like, don't have you know, time to play a so. 30 minute game where I suck and I end up like not even <clears> seeing anybody and then yeah. I get killed. You're like you're just unhappy the whole time. So. What that yeah, was the point. There's yeah. no like real emotional like fun like what you get from yeah. a story. Yeah. And like even like when we talk about multiplayer games that we played, like even some of the ones that, that we played, like we played them with each other. Like we would play Gears of War online or Halo or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. The, the, so, the local co-op, the right. the, the couch. Or, or even yeah. like, you know, you know, like and you can do this obviously with any game, but like something about playing with somebody that you know is mm-hmm. like just so much better. And most of these multiplayer experiences now are just tailored towards like, yeah, I'm just gonna run around and shoot like random people that I've never met and I will never meet in my yeah, life. It's, 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 it's no strategy, the thing, the there's no is, teamwork. The thing is like, that it's all geared towards more of like self-ranking up yeah. versus like team play. Like nobody really takes the time to like set up like team play because 
that slows down their rank up. Kill death ratios. You know? Just kill death and ratios. That's what we yeah, used to do when we it. played Ghost Recon, right? Yeah, we were all about the teamwork, and that was yep. what's so fun about it. We would communicate. And yeah. I'm not saying that nobody does that. Most of the time, if you turn on your microphone and you decide to try to actually talk to your team, they're just going to curse at you. Or like <laughs> The other thing, too, is like, I'm, I'm not saying that, like, that, that the game isn't fun. It is fun. It's just it's repetitive and boring. Right? Yeah. Like, if I haven't played Call of Duty in a long time, yeah, I'll be excited to play Team Deathmatch and stuff like that. But, like, Again, I'm if I if I'm jumping on it like the latest Call of Duty every single year, I'm kind of bored of it if it doesn't change anything. Yeah, Other than skin, yeah, the gun at this point, every single gun that has has ever been made has already been put in a video game. So I'm not excited about any new weapons. Yeah, well, perfect example for me is Star Wars Battlefront. You know, Battlefront Two. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a, that's a, that's a game that I should love and I should be playing all the time, but right. I just don't. Like I played the st- it has the story mode, which is yeah. okay, which is canon. Yeah, oh, you it's know, canon. It is canon. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, it is. But you know, once you play it, you're done, and then that's not saying much because Tross is canon. So that's true. Because well, yeah, that that also. <laughs> I'm sorry. Didn't they say that's where he <laughs> found? Yeah, that, that's where Luke finds yeah. the wayfinder that he has in the Last Jedi, right? Yeah, that's exactly. Because yeah. I remember playing it. And I remember it being mentioned that I remember it happening in the game. Be like, oh, that's and, that and compass and or wayfinder thing. Yeah. Yeah. Squad plays a, plays a role. And uh-huh. They're on the moon of Endor when the first Death Star, when the second Death Star blows up and stuff. Kylo Ren makes an appearance and stuff. So it's it, there are interesting points to it. And that's where I had the most fun playing that game. Mm-hmm. Then you get into like the, the the matches, and at the very beginning, the allure of being on Hoth, right, and being right. in that huge battle is really cool. But it wears off quickly. I liked it in Battlefront more. Here's the question, though, and this is gonna perfectly. This is so perfect for the topic of the current conversation. I know this is your geek out, but since we're talking about this multiplayer versus single player, mm-hmm. what was better, Battlefront or uh, Fallen Order? Fallen Order. Hands down, because Fall a good order. story Absolutely. that's engaging is always going to be better than just, you know, standard fare. You just, Unless you just want to rank with up. With Battlefront 2, you're really just running around. There's there's really no method to the madness. Nobody's giving orders. Nobody. You're just, you're one man for yourself. There's no teamwork involved yeah. in it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, anyway, to be fair, with though, your, uh, to be oh, fair apparently the experience has improved a lot over the last couple of months with certain DLC. It has. Released, it but has. Whatever. I mean, you could do the Death Star run now and stuff, and it, it comes in waves and stuff. And it, it you start out in, in one place, and then you transition to another, and then you actually get to do the trend, the trench run. And if somebody blows it up, then, you know, the game mode is over. Like, but know, it's, it's never going to be a geek out. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's not. It's like, hey, that was a fun experience. What my real geek out is. Yes, talk about it. Let's have, talk, talk I have, about it. I have two. So um, I, I'm geeking out over the second season of Altered Carbon. Mm-hmm. I am behind in it because, you know, this thing came out February 27th. It's been almost a month. I've gotten up to, I've done five um, episodes so far. Uh, there are a total in season two of eight. So I'm almost there. You know what I'm saying? Um, Altered Carbon is interesting in the fact that... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold oh, on. continue with... No, no, no. Got I got I to see this. Wait a second. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Right. It's related. <laughs> it's, it's that. Inside <laughs> joke. Inside joke. You know, oh, not really, because it's the fans are on the inside of their listening. So the inside joke is that I'm I'm browsing through our feed on Instagram, <laughs> and uh, apparently there's a uh, pop for 
uh, a Corona exclusive toilet paper roll. <laughs> anyway, sorry to interrupt. Sorry to interrupt. Go on. People are horrible, oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you a question. I, I got to transition because I've been asking everybody about this and I don't understand. I need somebody to help me understand. Coronavirus is a very serious thing that that this country is going through. It's a global pandemic. There's a lot of people that are, you know, losing their lives to this thing. And so, you know, it's a very serious thing. Why are we trying to buy all the toilet papers in the world? Because I mean, because I, I, I it's mean, reasonable. Can, it's reasonable. It's reasonable. Because what, people, you're going to wipe away the virus? I no, I people, if people, I, are, people are preparing. People are preparing to not leave their apartment and stuff. They're just going to order Chinese food every single day, um, and just stay indoors and wash their That's dirty it. butts. Yeah, I have the perfect response. What for you. is yes. the perfect Explain response? To me. And the Lord saith to Dean, oh, hoard toilet paper. <laughs> you understand me? Hoard it. Hoard it like it's made of gold, because it is. <laughs> For all you Supernatural fans out there. Right now it is. Okay, I guess that makes total sense. It so, doesn't really. Right now, literally. Anyway, back to your geek out. Yes, so Alter Carbon is in its second season. It came out. The first season I, I, I really, really liked. It had Joel Kinnaman in the, the title role. You know, he played. So the, the basis of the show is... Um, Basically, people are kind of immortal, okay? They have what's called, um, I'm sorry, it's called a stack. So basically, your entire consciousness is on a computer disk that you put into the back of your neck, okay? Okay. And you you are able to um, prolong your life, especially the rich people, because they they are able to clone themselves into what's called sleeves, Mm -hmm. and so when... You know, either you die in, in this this particular sleeve, you can take the stack out, put it into another one, and you just continue going, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the only way you truly die is if somebody shoots your stack and destroys it. Then, you know, unless you have a backup, you're dead. Okay. Right? That They call that the real death. So, uh, aside from the real death, another way that you can, you can not be around is... They'll take your stack and they'll throw it in what they call like the ocean or something like that, where you're just your consciousness is there, but you're not put into any sleeve. You're just kind of hanging around, right? A floating soul, right? So the premise of the first season is that there's a a character. His name is Takashi Kovacs, right? And he was a an elite soldier back in the days uh, during an uprising. And he's what's considered the last envoy. And mm-hmm. again, the envoys being that elite set of soldiers. He gets woken up 250 years into the future. Um, and in that case, the reason that he was woken up is because one of the rich people who are called meths, right? Um, he hired him, quote unquote, um, because he needed somebody to investigate his death. Okay. Okay. Because he eventually gets shot and killed and stuff like that. Um, so that's kind of the backdrop and stuff. Joel Kinnaman plays a very distinct um, type of Takashi Kovac. He's very stoic. He's very no business and stuff like that. 
Now, the beauty of having that type of premise is that you can continuously change um, actors. Yeah. Kind of like Doctor Who. Doctor Who has the regeneration. What is it, Anthony Mackie? Anthony Mackie? Anthony, is, Anthony is, Mackie is, is uh, the second season to Takashi Kovacs. Mm-hmm. And so um, he plays a very different role. He's, his is more very emotional. He's very he, he's he's not as stoic. He's not as, as focused as... Joel Kinnaman's character or portrayal of it. And this tells a different story where um, his, I guess you want to call, love interest from back in the days, back 300 years in the future, um, she's kind of gone crazy. And, and so there's an uprising mm-hmm. of what's called Kellis. And, and they're kind of like going against the regime of the rich people hold, holding on to this and stuff like that. Okay. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's not, in my opinion, it's not as good as the first season. Did you finish um, it or did I you? I haven't finished it yet. I'm, I'm up to, I'm getting to uh, episode six. So I have three more episodes to go. So, so far, not quite So, so far, it's, it's still engaging and, and it's, it's definitely worth me finishing the season. But I feel like the first one, it just seemed like a little bit. It, the story was told a little bit better. This one is kind of like, you know, he's searching for her. She may be crazy. She may not be her. You know, maybe it's it's a... a and, and the thing about it is that if you put too many stacks in too many different sleeves, your consciousness starts to degrade, which was um, one of the things that happened in the first season. There's an AI that helps Takashi... Um, and he's excellent. He's like he plays like an English butler, and he basically has a hotel that he creates mm-hmm. digitally, you know. And he treats him completely horrible, and the dynamic between the two is interesting. So, not as good as the first the first season, but hey, you know, um, I've I've still I still have three episodes to go. Maybe it gets better. I don't know. Um, but that's that's on Netflix if you want to watch it. And again, it's called Altered Carbon. And Anthony Mackie, who is the Falcon in the MCU, he's the star of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to go watch great it. Great actor. He's yeah, been, he is. He's he been is. in a lot of great movies even before the MCU as and, well. And like I said, it's not, it's not me up. saying that he's <laughs> not doing the role well. It's just a different role from what we saw the first in the first okay. season. Which is what so, makes it interesting. Yeah, I feel so it's like, a right? different dynamic and stuff. Mm. I'm I'm not sure if I'm liking it yet or not. Let's okay. Do you way. think this is gonna be kind of like a true detective thing where every season is gonna be a probably sleeve? Because I can't see Anthony <laughs> Mackie sticking with the show. He's got other he's stuff. Got, to like, do yeah, like, main thing going on. He's got, he's but got it'd be the cool. Little Winter Soldier it'd be cool to kind of like have that angle of like this new sleeve. Is this yeah, new, exactly. Like, well-known yeah. actor. That's what sounds like really cool. interesting yeah. to me, to be honest with you. Yeah, you have. I didn't you know have the premise. A, I just know he was in season two. Yeah, you have. You have a chance. Like I said, it's very much following the Doctor Who role, where you know you have a Doctor Who, and after a while, he regenerates, and then another actor takes over the role mm-hmm. and, and has it for a little bit and stuff. So yeah, this is definitely could be one of these things where you're constantly putting different actors into the same role and stuff like that. All right. Awesome. Seems like it's going to go to my quarantine list. There you go. I have to start yeah, writing all this stuff down for real. I think I need to make a spreadsheet of things to watch because yeah. there's mm-hmm. so many things that I right, want to watch. Right. I need to like keep track of what episode. All this nonsense needs to be done, I think. There's a, there's a lot soon. of stuff to Especially watch. Especially to keep up with everything we have to watch to talk about here. Outsiders. You know, besides well, just our, our specific interest. 
branching out into what everybody else likes, I'm yeah. going to start writing there's, this stuff There's down. two Seriously. things that once I'm finished with Alter Carbon, I want to get into. That's um, Castlevania. Mm-hmm. And that is... Uh, Castlevania just came out with the new season. Season three, right? Yeah. Yeah, so season mm-hmm. three is awesome. I will say this. We've seen the... F- I've seen the first episode. Um, and it, it just... It, it's exciting to see it back. And the other thing is Kingdom, which I mentioned to you before. Um, that's well, that's back season for two season also, two. right? Yeah. Right, exactly. You told me about that a couple of weeks ago, I remember. And that came out um, on March 14th, I believe, or something like that. I don't, I don't know. Um, the other thing that I'm geeking out over, mm-hmm. I got a chance to play around with the Oculus Quest. The Oculus Quest is a VR headset. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that I tried was Vader Immortal. So now I didn't get a chance to play the story mode, but there is a thing called the lightsaber dojo. <laughs> really? Okay. Yes. And that so what, awesome. what that is, it's kind of like a horde mode almost, right? Where you have different levels, and as you go, as you progress, um, it obviously infinitely gets harder so at first you start out with those training those training, training balls that droids. you see uh luke using um yeah. a new hope <coughs> right mm-hmm. eventually you graduate to stormtroopers mm-hmm. eventually you graduate to some alien things that happen to fly around and stuff like that that oh. shoot uh what i don't even know what that is lasers and stuff like that no they shoot like uh like an acid yeah something like that um, Damn biologicals. You have 360 degree of movement. Um, you can use lightsabers. You can use blasters. You can use the force to kind of like force push them, force pull them. Um, you have the ability to do to use different lightsabers that the characters use. Like, for example, you can use the Emperor's lightsaber, um, Asaka... Uh, Ahsoka Tano's lightsabers, the dual ones. Mm-hmm. You can use two lightsabers. They have um, Asajj Ventress, right? I didn't, didn't see that, but I know Darth Maul's broken sabers were there. And they have the, the one from Phantom Menace, the yep. double-bladed lightsaber. So there, there's a lot of different things you could do. The lightsaber action is awesome. I, I mean, I literally want to go buy one, but unfortunately, because of the coronavirus, again, which is interrupting Everything that's going on nowadays. Everything. Uh, not only, you know. Except this podcast. Yeah, except up? for this podcast, exactly. But We're quarantining ooh, ooh. ourselves. Um, it, it's the production of the Oculus Quest is delayed now. I read somewhere that they were back in stock, but now when I went to go purchase it, guess what? It's out of stock again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, You'd have to order it or something. You'd have to have, you'd have to get it shipped or something at this point. Otherwise, no, how the heck the, are you going to get it? But there's, no, but there's nothing available. The production, it's limited because of the fact that the coronavirus is shutting no, down. I mean, I mean when, it's, when, when production eventually gets back into stock, I would just order the damn thing at this point because you're going to go to the store and it's going to be gone again. But No, no, but the problem is you can't because that's, that's literally what I did. You can't order from the website. You have to order it through a, a third-party retailer, and it tells you where to buy. You go to those places, and it tells you it's out of stock. So you so can't you can't even pay for it online. You can't even pre-order the damn thing. It doesn't mean you know what I'm saying. Right, Wait, so. it's it's the Quest. It's the Oculus Quest. There's there's two of them. There's one called the Oculus Rift, and that's one that you're yeah, tethered to a yeah. PC. Yeah, you need a PC. You need for a high end okay. PC for that to work. The I've Oculus Quest before. is a wireless device 
where they have the computer chip built into the the visor. There are some places that you can buy it, but at a more premium, about four, yeah, it's like five hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, and Amazon. I don't, I don't necessarily trust some of those places and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The well, base Walmart model for five thirty six ten arrives yeah. by Thursday, March ninth. It's probably the same thing you were yeah, looking yeah, at exactly. a minute ago. The base model I think is three ninety nine for the sixty four gig model. Um, yeah, that's what I was looking at. Yeah. Five, almost five fifty. They have they have the uh, the hundred twenty eight gig, which is like four ninety nine. So it has its own. Yeah. This is this is a well, today. That's, right, but I just want to go check. I just want to go check. <laughs> can can, we, bar- can yeah. we borrow uh, the 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 quest so that we can try it? Yeah, I can. I can ask. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. You I want to check it out. Maybe we can do it all the here one day amazing. and talk about our impressions. The thing is amazing. I'm definitely and down to like check it out. We can make it like a geek out. <laughs> and it, and it's it's funny because it, it gives you that sense of depth. Mm-hmm. Like we try, I, there's also a thing on there where it's like a roller coaster, and oh my gosh, you know, it, it you feel the pit of your stomach just drop when that's you, amazing. You I can know see that. I've I've had experiences like that with with, with other yeah. VR set, headsets. Yeah, so it, it's a very interesting thing. If I ever get a chance to buy the damn thing, you know what I'm saying? Then maybe we'll give you guys a full review. Exactly, but um, I would definitely recommend it. You know, I we tried out the Void in New York City, which is a, a VR experience, mm. and we did uh, we did the Marvel one, right? And this is it's not the same thing because over there you're actually walking. Yeah, you have you facility. have an entire right. the entire facility is your VR exactly this experience. one. This one you can actually set like a geofence, you know. Yeah. To make sure that you don't fall over things and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that, you know. <laughs> Which I've done before. <laughs> right. But the experience is comparable, you know what I'm saying? Because, okay. like, you literally can turn around in every direction. You can move forward and stuff like that. And, you know, with the geofence sent, set up, you'll see, like, the red barrier where it says, okay, you've gone a little too far. You're in danger of crashing into the TV or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I did the nun so. in that. Huh? I did the nun in that. Oh yeah, there is a there was a demo for the movie The Nun, and it's not really a game, but it's more like a, a interactive movie. Well, it's like a, a little five minute experience where mm-hmm. they're kind of yeah. showing off. You know, you're in the the annals of a church. I I, I think that that's going to be the next big experience as movie releases where you're in there almost like you're maybe a viewer inside of a room, for example, an interrogation room where you can't obviously interact, but you can look around yeah, to the exactly. actors. They've tried stuff. that already. Reese Witherspoon made a movie like that a couple of years ago. Reese well, Witherspoon was a movie where she was like in the wilderness or something like that. You also have that you movie. You can put on a VR headset and, and yeah. see different things like outside. Like, well, like, yeah, she might look at something and then mm-hmm. you can look at it in turn yeah. and experience well, it with her. They do have like a, a YouTube uh, section where it's just VR. And one of the things that I did see was that they, were, they had like an animation and it was a story, but you could literally look around. You're like you're, you're an active participant in the story. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, it's, it's like you're eavesdropping on what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like you said, it, it's kind of like that. There's a, a movie which you said you didn't want to see, Hardcore Harry. Yeah, it's just I that, feel like that's that may be a little bit too much to to watch mm-hmm. on VR mm-hmm. because right. that's very frenetic and stuff. You know, Harry or Henry? It's Henry. 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 Henry yeah, 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 exactly. You know, um, but like you said, there's a lot of value in this. If they ever, yeah. uh, the PlayStation right now I think is the more popular one just because everybody has a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. 
but you're limited because that's more of a sit-down experience, and you're tethered by a wire. Mm-hmm. Until they crack that nut on the PlayStation, um, that and the PlayStation has better games, right? I mean, but it's a game console, right? Exactly. But you know, the Oculus still has stuff like Resident Evil, um, Skyrim. Obviously, their big selling point is Vader Immortal because that is exclusive to that platform. You know what I'm saying? Um, they have Beat Saber and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But if PlayStation ever found a way to untether that thing, then that's when, that's when you'll really see this thing. Everyone will eventually. Yeah, Everyone yeah. will eventually. So, so we'll see how that progresses. Yeah, so that that's what I was uh, messing around with this week. Cool. All right, all right, all right. Well, everybody had some interesting geek outs once again. Yeah, very disparate this week. This week. <laughs> There's just yeah. There's there's a lot of different things that we got to experience this week as a result of the the craziness of the world. I guess to a certain extent. I mean, my geek out is something that didn't even come out yet. But but oh, th- I, can I say it. one more thing? Yes. There's one thing that I'm geeking out over, and I haven't seen anything except a short little trailer, and that is the PlayStation 4 release of Ghost of Tsushima. I cannot right, wait right, right. for that game uh. to come out. It's a samurai game, which is right in my wheelhouse. I love that those style of games, and that's my Final Fantasy VII because <laughs> I bought the PlayStation Four just for that game, and that's due out in June, I believe, June tenth. Again, assuming that nothing's delayed because right now everything in the world is being delayed by the coronavirus. We're talking about film productions, everything's movie up in the productions, oh, yeah. and things of that nature. So, you know. But I'm hoping yours yours is April, mine is June. So let's see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I think game, well, you know, one of, one of the things, yeah. you know, uh, just so you guys know, games are one of the few industries that are recession-proof. So... Uh, if we're yeah. in kind of an economy where people are just trying to hoard and stuff like that, this is what they would want to be doing, staying home and playing video games. It's so. like a sin stock, yeah. basically. Yeah. So the anyway, is always getting, buy. getting the things out Yeah, getting the developers to actually get into the place and work well, on and it. Nowadays, they can yeah. do everything from home, I'm sure. But anyway, yeah. All right. Well, I want to thank everyone out there in internet land for once again joining us for a Get Geek Geek Out episode. Um, as always, we would appreciate if you guys would like, share, subscribe, rate, give us some reviews, check out our Instagram, check out our Facebook, check out our Twitter, check out our webpage, um, you know, comment, tell us what you liked, give us a little bit more feedback. We want to, as, as before, we want to thank you all again for just your, your, your increasing engagement over the last couple of weeks. We're really, really thankful for all of our new fans and all of our new listeners. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's it. Thank you, everyone, for, for all of the support you've shown. And on another episode of the Get Geek Podcast, as always, my friends out there in internet land, please stay geeky. Peace out. <laughs>